Rabbi Shweka, my uncle, he told us something that happened a number of years ago in Brooklyn, where <clears throat> there was an older gentleman who lived in a neighborhood, and he had sold all kinds of auto parts. He had a big business. And unfortunately, this man didn't have a wife or children, and his life was his business. And there were two fellows in the Ashkenaz communities who would purchase a lot of his merchandise, and they became friendly with him. There was a fellow, we'll call him Reuven, the first fellow, and another fellow called Shimon. And they felt bad for him, so they would invite him for holidays, both Reuven and Shimon, and they took care of him. Now, the first fellow, Reuven, was a very sweet man, sensitive to him, and many Shabbats, he would sleep in Reuven's house. And when he got sick, this fellow, the businessman, we'll call him Mr. Mendelssohn, the older man, Mr. Mendelssohn moved into the house. They made a room for him. And he was very thankful to them. So he told Uven and Shimon that since you guys are the ones who helped me, my company is worth about $6 million. I want to give you $3 million and you $3 million. I have nobody else to give it to. So therefore, you guys are going to inherit me. And they took care of him. And Uven had moved him into his house. But while he was there, he recuperated. His real character of the older man came out. And any time... Sometimes Mrs. Reuven had to discipline her child. The older man would say, that's not the way to talk to your kid. Like he knows, as he, you know, he would interfere in their life. And when the husband and wife were talking, he said, it was too much. So Reuven told him, I don't know how to tell you this in a nice way. One day he couldn't take it anymore. He said, dad, I can't have this in my house. So he sort of like told him like, you can't live here anymore. And he got very mad. And he said, that's the way you treat me. I'm done with you. I'm making a will. I'm giving Shimon $6 million. I'm going to give you a 100 bucks. That's it. You get nothing. $100. And he writes up a will like that. And Reuven, okay, kapara. He felt bad because he really helped this guy for so many years. And this man recuperated. He was like 85, 86 years old, the older man. He got a little better, better. The next year, Purim, he felt very bad that he didn't have Reuven in his life no more. So he came to his house and he said, let's make up. Let's be friends again. And he shalachmanot, and they hugged each other, and they became friends again. And for the next four years, five years, he hung out with them. He became best friends. And at the end of his life, he said to Ruven, you know that will that I told you about? I'm making a new will for you. Three million for you, three million for you. And he passed away. At the end of the shiva, a lawyer came. And a lawyer and Shimon got into a cahoots. And they said, hey, we have the old will over here that says six million and zero. The new will, we could say he made it up. And they went and they did something very bad. Now, to make the story even worse, these guys, Ruven and Shimon, 10 years ago, Ruven's son married Shimon's daughter. And five years later, Shimon's daughter married Ruven's son. They were consuegro twice. <laughs> that means they shared a lot of grandchildren together. Yet this fellow Shimon, whoever he is, did something very horrible and mean. And he went to the courts and testified, whatever it was in the courtrooms, that the first will was the real one, and the second will was nothing. The only one who had a copy was this fellow Reuven. Nobody knew about it, except Reuven. He didn't know what to do. Should he make us think about it? Should he make a machloket? So he went to his Rebbe, who lives in Eretz Israel. He flew to Israel to Reb Shmuel Vazner who's a holy man, a holy big tzaddik, and he says, listen, I have a copy of the real will, $3 million I'm supposed to get. Rabbi Vazna told him, who's the one who gives money to people, Hashem? He said, this is definitely a nisayon for you. 
because I can tell you what's going to happen. You can go to the court, you can get bedin, you can get lawyers, and the story is going to go out. And it's going to be machloket. It's going to be chilul Hashem. It's going to be fighting. He said, but Rabbi, I'm 100% right. It's not like he's right and wrong. I promise you, this is the story. I'm 100% not He goes, I know. But you see this cup? It has in it 18 ounces. God wants to give you 36. He wants to give you a lot more blessing than you can handle. So he's testing you to see if you're going to fight over $3 million. Your business will produce 10 times as much. I'm giving you a from my heart. Don't make machloket. He said, Rebbe, if you tell me, I'm 100% accepting. And he did something very unusual. He told the Rebbe, I have pure emunah and bitachon. What you say, I'm going to listen to you. He came home. He went into the study. He took out the last copy, three million, and he put it to the fire. He said, end of story. And the next day he saw Shimon, how are you? Like nothing happened. He made nothing, no mahlokit. No kids found out. No grandchildren found out. Nobody knew. Quiet. That year, his business started to pick up tremendous. They actually bought some of the property next to them to do housing, and the buildings that they bought went in the next few years 10 times. And instead of $3 million, the man had asset of over $30 million. $30 million. The Rebbe's Birachah came true, and the other fellow, nothing came of him. So you see how when a person takes the suffering, the endurance, and he doesn't question, and he accepts Many times a lot of berachah comes. Now, even if you don't see it over here, in Shemayim for sure you see it. But the key is to maintain a good mindset and to be Moser Nefesh. Moser Nefesh means you have to like go all out.